Let's give a shout out to our sponsors. First up is Kiss My Souls. They are a streetwear brand out of Toronto, Canada. Check them out on their Instagram at kissmysoulsinc. And uh, check out the website. And when you check out, use uh, promo code DJGrizz for 20% off all apparel. And we have Haiku. They are a 100% vegan and gluten-free edible company here in Edmonton, Alberta. With uh, delicious treats and snacks and drinks that'll get you nice and toasty, warm, a little high, but it's delicious. Uh, check them out at levels.of.ambrosia on Instagram. This is Last Call. My name is Grizz, alongside my co host, Dylan Roberts. Uh, first, we have the weekly review. Let's go. All right, first up, Joe Biden officially became the 46th president of the United States this week. We did it, Joe. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Made history. History. Kamala Harris, their uh, first female vice president. Yeah. First black vice president. Crazy. So many barriers broken, that's for sure. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Did you uh, see Bernie Sanders? He took I over the internet to see. I think everybody's seen Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Yeah. Stop posting it. It's getting overplayed now, but. It's too much. <laughs> I mean, just leave the man alone. He looked mad cold. He was just trying to be comfortable and enjoy the. Inauguration, just yeah. even be. <laughs> Don't be mad because his wife knitted his mitts. <laughs> well, you gotta hate on the guy for just leave him be. <laughs> leave Bernie alone. Leave Bernie alone. He didn't bother nobody. Nope. All right. Next up, Drake is pushing back the release of his next album to focus on his knee rehab. That knee has been bothering him for a long time. He's had a couple surgeries on it, I believe. I don't remember what the original injury was. Um, do you know? I read somewhere, like, back in 09, he had, like, torn something in a performance. But as for yeah. this newest one, there's not very many details as to how he... I think it's the same knee, same yeah. injury, same issues he's been having. Because he's even had to, like, cancel shows right. and some concerts because of the knee. Well, uh, just wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, I'm sure he'll get back to the music as soon as he can. Yeah, he said it's coming 2021, so... Yeah, so we have something to look forward to. Gotcha. Next up, Bow Wow is apologizing after performing in a packed maskless, maskless club in Houston over the weekend. Bow Wow... <laughs> Who... Who cares? Bow Wow. I know. I, I hear ya. But he, he seemed to... He he definitely had a different energy at the start of it. He was 
you know, it wasn't my performance. I didn't get paid to do it. I was just there for my friend's birthday. And then it took literally the mayor of Houston calling him out for him to apologize. I understand. He said, I understand the times we're living in, which is a little late to understand, but... Whatever, it's Bow Wow, who cares? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't performing. Or if he was, it was like for a friend or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, name, name a little Bow Wow song. Uh, name out, one. Out of my system. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know Bow Wow. <laughs> Deep pain. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name one. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Up next. <laughs> Dr. Dre is back in the studio after being released from the hospital this week. What a G. Right? Just right back there. has a brain aneurysm. Gets out three days later, back in the studio. Back in the lab. <laughs> That's dope. That's uh, determination there, folks. That work ethic that you want to find in a man. <laughs> Nothing can keep him down. Back to work. Bleeding in his brain everything. Back to work. Back at it. <laughs> Glad to see that he's back at it. Back on his feet and doing well. Yeah, me too. And apparently he's working on the long-awaited detox. So we could maybe finally get that sometime soon. Oh, maybe this brain aneurysm put it into perspective for him. And he's like, I'm very, I am better get that out before I, you know, kick the bucket. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, close, yeah. Like, <laughs> for sure. Those close calls can, can cause you to think about things like that. So I'm not surprised. For sure. So we'll wait wait on that and see. We've been waiting a long time. Yeah. <laughs> wait a long time. Yeah, let's hope. Next up, uh, A Boogie with the Hoodie is being sued for $260,000 worth of damages to a mansion he was renting. Damn. It gets much worse. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Go on. He uh, apparently left the toilets so clogged that there was actually sewage coming out of the tiles in the floor. Oh, that's nasty. Yes. I don't understand. That doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> like, how do you even do that? That's disgusting. I don't even want to know how that happened. Yeah, me either. I don't know. Don't rent him any more mansions, please. Yeah. I don't even want to know how that's possible. There, that, there, it can't just be him. There had to be like more to that. Oh, definitely, but that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> next up, Sean Paul is claiming. Sean that... Paul. <laughs> so me go sit in. He's claiming. But well, I don't really care what people say. Sean Paul. So make a sudden. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> well, he is claiming that Jay-Z, way back, was jealous of him being around Beyonce during the promotion of their single, Baby Boy. That's a fact. That's why in the video they're never together in a scene. Jay-Z wouldn't let or didn't want her to do the video with Sean Paul. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he didn't want him near his woman or whatever. Jeez. So that's why they never did the video together. 
Yeah, and I read somewhere that they only performed the song like one time. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's Jay Z is very protective of Beyonce, I guess. <laughs> I think his insecurities are showing just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> you know what? It probably probably came out like something like maybe like in their like relationship they've talked about who they have crushes on, oh. and maybe Sean Paul's like one for her. So he's like, nah, you ain't doing that to me. You ain't gonna do that to me. <laughs> You're not gonna get all provocative with him. Nah. <laughs> yeah, even though he's cheated on her. Right, <laughs> <laughs> she made a whole album. You know, so I'm guessing multiple times. This guy gets all uppity about Sean Paul doing a song with his woman. I'm like, get out of here, bro. Really? It's insecure men. Yeah. Something about you guys, man. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next up, uh, Timbaland was trending on Twitter this week after he was accused of stealing music for some of his biggest songs. Really? The, yeah, the young. It was. I think it started with a with a some sort of a TikTok, and people were just baselessly accusing him of stealing these. Bollywood songs for I think he used one on Big Pimpin. One was another one was on a, like an Aaliyah song, but like people don't understand that. Yeah, but he sampled those yeah, songs. Yeah, that's hip hop. Like he paid to use yeah. those 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 songs. Yeah. Do and they not understand sampling? No, <laughs> zero clue. It, he got trending. That's how many people don't understand. People are stupid. I couldn't believe it. Like, I hate this world. Yeah. People are so dumb. Me too. Like, if you don't know what you're talking about, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I could not agree more. Jeez. <laughs> and last up in the weekly review, Chris Brown responded to criticism of his musical growth after a tweet compared to him to NBA star Ben Simmons. Oh, wow. And says that he lacks innovation. Really? Really? Breezy? Really, really. Who said that? Some no-name, but he th- he had the time to respond, and it was a lot of words that I cannot say, but he pretty much said, don't play with me. I yeah. am the man. <laughs> like, As he should. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I can't think of another artist who's put out as many records, as many hits, as many features. Yeah. Who's been relevant over, what, 10, 20 years? Yeah, gotta be getting close to 20. Like, and has stayed relevant? The whole time. (laughs) Charting the whole time? I would even argue, like, he he was the first one to come out with, like, the big, the long 50-song albums that people are starting to do now. Yeah, the double albums. You know? Yeah, don't don't mess with Chris Brown. Yeah, he's a G. He's a uh, dare I say king of R and B. I like, would agree with you there. He's he's that he's that guy. Definitely. Like him or not, he's still that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, that's it for weekly review. That is it. Up next, we have dope finds. Like All right, this week's dope find is NPR Music, and they're part of NPR, an independent nonprofit media organization that has gained popularity for their Tiny Desk concert series. 
they they've had artists like T Pain, Wale, Wu Tang Clan, you name it. They've they've pretty much been on there. It's, really? Yeah, it's they're like twenty minute short little twenty minute <coughs> concerts. Yeah, and they don't they don't uh, have like a specific genre that they stick to. It's just kind of all over the place. So you can just throw the playlist on and find some new music or that's pretty cool yeah and it's just real intimate live live music so <laughs> definitely cure some boredom and find some new music yeah definitely gonna check that one out up next we have if you don't know now you know did you know that it is impossible to hum while holding your nose <laughs> as you try <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. It is impossible to hum while holding your nose. While holding your nose, um, normally when you hum, the air is able to escape through your nose to create the sound. And if you're holding your nose, there's no air. There's no way for the air to escape. So All right. you can't hum while you hold your nose. <laughs> and if you didn't know, now you know. Up next, we have DJ Life. This week in DJ Life, we're talking about how to not get caught up in the party scene. How to not get caught up in the, like, as a DJ? Yeah. I I don't think that's possible. I think every DJ has gone through his trial trial by fire where he's partied his face off. Very for true. months. <laughs> Very true. And uh, no regrets. I guess a better way would have been to say how to not get lost in the party scene because I have seen that happen before. And that's not yeah, a good... I think that depends on the person. Yeah, that is very you know? true. We all have different uh, willpower and different vices and things of that nature. And, you know, when I was... When I was a hot DJ and coming up and doing bigger things and bigger shows, I had a lot of fun. I'm, I don't regret anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, there was nights where I was DJing six nights a week, but I was partying seven nights a week. <laughs> like you know, it, I didn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what is sleep? I didn't sleep. I was either working and drinking. Or visiting another DJ friend and drinking. <laughs> yeah. Or just doing my rounds of clubs and just networking and or doing shows or touring and getting messed up and having fun and getting two hours of sleep and doing it all over again the next <laughs> day. Like, you know, every I think every DJ should experience that at some point in their career. The earlier the better. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely the earlier the better. <laughs> Work out the kinks, but uh, I mean, if that's not for you, then that's not for you, and I mean, everybody's different, right? Yeah, that's that's very very true, and you made some very good points there, and I like the earlier the better because you know you do see a lot of uh, DJs that myself included when I first started out, I wasn't super super big into the party scene. And then kind of got out of control there for a little bit. But luckily I had the, had the willpower to pick myself up out of it and not let it become a huge problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. No, I don't know. Just 
exhibit self-control and make good choices and, you know, have still have fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can't have fun being a DJ, then I don't know. You're just not a fun guy. <laughs> fun does not exist in your life. I, I guess not. <laughs> Anyways, up next we have ultimatums. This week, would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or stay in only one country for a year but live in luxury? Mm. Wow, that's it. Ooh. Right? Every time I lean one way, I lean back the other way. Mm -hmm. I think I'd stay... I I don't know. Right? Like, I would like the idea of traveling to as many places as I could. But, I mean, if I could just pick one spot and it's nice and hot and I could just live there like 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 a king. Yeah. I'd probably just do that. I don't think that would get boring. No, it definitely would not. But, I mean, it would be amazing to see all the places that you could see on a shoestring budget traveling the world. But, again, I don't want to... I don't trust hostels and things like that. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. I think I'm going to take the risk on the shoestring budget. Really? Yeah. I think... I think that would be such a cool story if you lived to tell it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, like... Definitely. But, yeah, I think I'm leaning that way. All right, let us know what you guys would do. Hit us up in our DMs on our Instagram at LastCallPC. Up next, we have Question of the Week. Riddle me All right, this week's question comes from my man, Mike. You can find him on Instagram at the Boy. Big Mike. And he asks... What is your favorite gig you've ever played? Oh, that's a low blow. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Right. I don't think I can answer that question. <laughs> I, I'll go first. I'll let you Yeah, you go here. ahead. So I think my favorite gig I've ever played was New Year's Eve of 20. 20- 18 going into 2019 so not this past one but the one before mm-hmm. i believe me and you were djing it together at a bar which we will not be giving any free publicity <laughs> to but we had a great time and that was a night i definitely won't forget it was yeah new year's that was a fun night fun. i remember that night yeah it yeah. was a good time um man that's a hard one for me <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, not to toot my own horn, but you know, I have a few things I can pick from. Like I've toured with Bone Thugs, I've opened for MGK, I've done Kid Ink, um, YG, uh, French Montana. I mean, I don't know. There's a whole bunch that I could pick from. I'm trying to think who else. I don't know. I've done a lot of uh, done a lot of gigs. I don't think I could pick just one. Like even the um, Bob was dope too. Oh right, fabulous. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. Little Little Dicky was a lot of fun. I remember seeing your snaps that night. Little Dicky was a lot of fun. You know what? I 
it's a it's a tie between Little Dicky and Bone Thugs. Okay. I have to say, like Bone Thugs, our last night of the tour in Vancouver. Well, I think we were in Whistler. Oh. Yeah, so and it was like the last night, and um, so everybody was just getting stupid, like drunk and other substances, and, <laughs> <laughs> and just having a good time. And I remember like they were like setting off fireworks in like the lobby <laughs> of the hotel, and the cops showed up, and it was just a good time. Like I had, I had a blast, <laughs> from what I remember, anyways. <laughs> And then, like, when Little Dicky was here, opened up for him here in Edmonton and in Calgary, that Calgary show was fire. Like, the crowd in Calgary was just, I'm sorry, Edmonton, but they they just killed it. Like, they were just so into it, and they loved it, and it was just, like, such a hype crowd, and the energy was so good. Yeah. It's, like, one of those nights I'll never forget. I remember you had a fan club when you came back from that show. I did. <laughs> I had a whole new group of fan club. Yeah. Like, Calgary fan club, DJ Grizz, people with like Grizz written on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> Rock star life. Like, it was that was a fun time. That was a fun show. <laughs> I remember that show. Yeah, I signed several body parts that night. <laughs> 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 I had a great time. Tommy Lee over here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, one of those two. I don't know. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Up next, we have Dope DJ of the Week. Right, this week's Dope DJ of the Week is DJ Chons. He's from Denver, Colorado, and he started his own foundation to support young DJs by giving them scholarships to the Denver DJ School. Dope. It's really cool that, well... Did he open up the DJ school as well? I don't think so. I think he just partners with them, and then he he uh, finds young DJs and kind of mentors them along and gives them a scholarship and helps them out with equipment costs and stuff like that, get them on their feet, get them started. So That's really cool. Yeah. That's really awesome. I mean, good for him. And raising up a whole new generation of DJs. For sure. I mean, that's dope. There's nothing like that when I was growing up, but, you know. That's that's really cool. I'd like to be. I would like to. I would like to see something like that here in my community. Absolutely. I would. I would really love it if there was a DJ school here. I think people. I think young people need a place to go where they can just be themselves and indulge in a hobby that they just completely love, and they can get lost in it. No judgment. No, you know feelings of anxiety or anything like that right. just a place where they can just be yeah you know what i mean so good for him for doing that and allowing people to just be themselves absolutely yeah. up next we have diary of a mad dj all right this week we are talking about djs who use the microphone too much <laughs> i've been guilty of this Yes, you have. But I... Many, uh, many, many times. Finally cut it out. Always knew when you were drunk. Oh. Because you wouldn't shut up. Wow. There's <laughs> <laughs> been a lot of diary entries written about me, I can tell you that. <laughs> shut Remind up, me of a, another DJ. <laughs> I won't name names, though. <laughs> but yeah, you're a little chatty Kathy on the mic when you get drunk. <laughs> 
I personally, I, I hate talking on the mic, so I try to avoid it. But even, too, when I have a, a few Jack Daniels too many, yeah. I get a little talkative on the mic. That's just a thing. But, yeah. You yeah, those clubs where the DJ just won't let the song play? Yeah, that's bad. And he just keeps talking over the music. Especially in your reggae dance hall clubs. Like, just get off the mic, Mike. Like, but I guess it's a part of the culture. It's a part of the scene out right. there. So it's different, but still. There's DJs. You know who you are. <laughs> it's no secret. You know exactly who you are. This guy just threw the mad side eye. <laughs> get off the mic. Let the music play. <laughs> Let, let let your skills do the talking. Definitely. How about that? Yeah. All right. And up next, we have Make DJing Fun Again. All right. Um, don't try to take shortcuts to further your career. I think trusting the process and just enjoying the ride is the best way. Um, yeah. I mean... If an opportunity presents itself, that's different. I mean, I wouldn't turn down too many of those. But I mean, as for like taking your time and letting your skills develop and, you know, learn how to properly do your job as a proper DJ. Yeah. Yeah, take your time with it and let it flow. And yeah, trust trust the process for sure. I mean, I went a long time before I did any live gigs. Mm-hmm. But I've been DJing since I was 15, so. Wow. You know, but I mean, yeah, take your time. Everybody knows when the time is right for them, and just uh, go at your own pace. Definitely. Not a race. It's a marathon. Not at all. And I think that that by doing that, not taking shortcuts, you're just going to, it's going to lead to a longer dj career because you're gonna like you said have your skills figured out you'll have yourself figured out you won't be just trying to constantly take this route and this route to get ahead further you know yeah if you keep trying to fast track it or just trying to dj to i don't know make a quick buck or whatever it kind of takes the fun out of it kind of takes the joy out of it the skill out of it the you know the culture out of it pretty much takes DJing out of it like mm-hmm. at that point yeah so yeah just take your time and let it flow and just become one with the turntables <laughs> <laughs> love it and that's it for this episode of Last Call this is episode 23 23 we will see you guys next week till then be safe mask up and uh, be nice to each other alright